verses number five and six. Why don't you read these out loud with me as we get started and uh, head into our topic for this morning. Proverbs chapter three and verse number five, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. We've defined trust as confidence. Trust is a reliance or a resting of the mind on the integrity, the veracity, the justice, the friendship, or other sound principle of another person. Trust is I believe God and take him at his word. Trust is I am learning to cast my cares upon him and know and know that he'll be there and he's He's a, a very present help, and he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Trust is, I'm going to listen to him because he's right. And place confidence in his veracity. Trust is based on the trustworthiness of the person that we're trusting. And last week when we studied, we uh, gave five reasons why we ought to trust the Lord. Very good reasons from the Bible because he's always right. Can you imagine never being wrong? Some of you probably can imagine never being wrong because you imagine that to be the case in your life. My wife is very seldom wrong, but every now and then I get to be right. We, we, we pegged it right about 96% and 4% in conversation the other evening. But she's not She's not 100%. She's not batting 1,000. She's often right, but she's sometimes wrong. God, in all of history, from eternity past, God has never been wrong. He's always right. Can you imagine why you wouldn't trust someone who's never made a mistake? He's never misspoken. He's never given bad advice. He's never told you to do something, you did it, and it turned out bad. He's always right. We can trust him. We can trust God because he's always there. He's always there. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you always to the end of the world. Uh, when we need help, there is a God who is at hand and not afar off. He's always there because he always loves. He always loves. People don't necessarily love like that. We can, we can strive to allow the love of God to be shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, and that's what we're called uh, to do. But God's love is an everlasting love. God's love is an unchanging love. God's love is based on his character, not our character. If we had to earn or deserve God's love, that would put us in a very difficult position. But God always, always loves. We can trust him. He, he has our best interest at heart. He wants what is best for your life. And he knows what is best for your life. We can trust God because he's always able. Nothing is outside the boundary of his power, his might, his ability, his strength. There are things I would like to do I'm just not able to do. There are a lot of things I would like to do, but I just can't. There are a lot of ways often I would like to help people, but I don't have the ability to give them the help that they need. God never faces a shortage of strength. His ability is an unlimited supply. He is always able, when we looked at verses on each of these points, and because he always 
blesses. And that leads us into our thought this morning, the results of trusting God. There are a number of blessings that you will enter into if you will learn to trust God in your heart and trust God with your life and confide in him and rely on him and follow him and believe what he says enough to do what he says that you should do. And we got a lot of verses to look at, so we'll have to go quickly. But the first point, obviously from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the first result of trusting God is he will give you direction direction. Trust the Lord with all thine heart, verse number five. In all thy ways acknowledge him, verse number six. And, and here's the outcome. Here's the result. Here's what you can expect to happen and always happens. And he shall direct thy paths. God will lead you. God will guide you. God will put you in the right place at the right time. God, listen, read the Bible and how God orchestrates events to accomplish his purposes and his people's lives. Think of Joseph and the providence of God and how, how Joseph trusted the Lord even when there was no way he could possibly see all the things that God was doing and moving into place so that Joseph could, could, could be used in the way that he was. And just know that if you'll trust God, if you'll acknowledge God, if you'll lean on the Lord, if, if you'll follow him, that he's working things together for your good. And he'll put you in the right place at the right time. He'll direct your paths. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps, the Bible says. We can't see into the future. God dwells in eternity. He's outside the boundaries of time. He sees the end from the beginning. He's got a lot higher perspective than we have. His ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We can trust him to direct us. We think that we've got it figured out. That's what Proverbs 3 says. Lean not to thine own understanding. We've got, we, we've got to embrace how badly we need God's direction and trust him. And, and he promised that he would give it. Number two, come to Psalm 2 and verse number 12. Psalm 2. And verse number 12 is a general heading. The result of trusting God is blessing. Psalm 2 and verse number 12, the Bible says, Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Psalm 2 is about the enemies of God, the heathen who rage, those who will not have the Lord to reign over them. Those rejected God and his, and his, and his rule and his counsel. And, and the Bible says, I'm going to give you one more chance to make the other choice, the other decision. Kiss the son, lest he be angry. You perish from the way and his wrath is kind of but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. That statement made at least four times in the Bible. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. Look at Psalm 34 and verse number 8. Psalm 34 and verse number 8. Here's another reference to that same statement. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Listen, uh, you will never know how good it is to trust God until you try it for yourself, right? I mean, food is that way. There are a lot of things that I enjoy eating. I have uh, favorite dishes and desserts. I really love to eat 
uh, steak, especially when Brother Gage cooks it just to perfection, right? And I could try to describe it to you, but, but that will do nothing for your taste buds. You've actually got to take a bite, stick it on your fork, stick it in your mouth in order for you to experience that goodness. And listen, uh, that's why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. You've got, you've got to trust God that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, you can't please God, all right? You've got to just go ahead and try it. You've got to, you've got to test the Lord. You've got to let him prove himself. Taste for yourself. I cannot taste for you. You cannot taste for me. I can lick it and hand it to you, but that's still me tasting your food, and that's gross, Okay? Taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Look at Psalm 84, 10 through 12. This is in our January Bible memory assignment, Psalm 84. Verse number 10, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Again, you got two choices, and, and, and you get to make your choice. God's not forcing you into this. Trust is an act of your will, right? What would you rather have, a day in God's courts or the tents of the wicked? Verse 11, for the Lord God, here's a reason to make the right choice. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Do you believe that? If you believe that, you'll walk uprightly. <laughs> and you'll experience those good things that God will give you in his perfect time. O Lord of hosts, verse number 12, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Back up to Psalm 31, verse number 19. Results of trusting God. There are a lot of blessings that come. Now, listen, the Lord is good to all. <laughs> His tender mercies are over all his works. His, his rain falls on the just and on the unjust. But don't you want, don't you want just as much blessing from God as you can get? Uh, trusting the Lord is the way to enter into that blessing. Psalm 31 and verse number 19, the Bible says, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. So, so God is good, but he has great goodness to show to those, to display to those, to bestow upon those who decide that, that he can be trusted, he can be relied on, that, that place their confidence and their hope in his word. Is that where your heart is this morning? Have you experienced the blessing of trusting God, trusting him in the choices and decisions that you make, trusting him in the problems that you face, trusting him when, when, when your heart is hurting, when situations around you are outside of your control. Have you learned to trust the Lord, to look to him for help and strength? Help and strength just to keep doing right in spite of what's going on around you. Really, really important lessons learned and blessings that come with it. Look at Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16, verse number 20. The word blessed in the Bible is a word that basically means happy. And here's what we find in Proverbs 16, 20. He that handleth the matter wisely shall find good. And whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. 
You happy this morning? Happy as a general rule uh, throughout your life? I mean, this thing ebbs and flows. It goes up and down to some extent for all of us. Happiness typically depends on what happens. But the Bible says if, if you trust God, happiness will be the general rule in your life. If you find yourself unhappy, maybe your confidence is misplaced. If you find yourself typically sour and not enjoying life, maybe you need to start following God's instructions. Because blessed is the man, happy is he who puts his trust in the Lord. Look at Proverbs 28, 25. This one is pretty cool. Proverbs 28 and verse 25. He that is of a proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. I know what you're thinking. This is not physically speaking. This speaks of abundance. This speaks of... This speaks of more than enough. This, this speaks of something that is over. Oh, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. You might not want your body to be fat. You do want your soul to be fat, well-equipped, right? The liberal soul, the Bible says, shall be made fat. The blessings that come with trusting God will fill your life with his goodness. One of those blessings, point number three, is salvation. We won't turn to Ephesians chapter one, but here's the process. Heard the word of truth. Believe the word of truth. Trust the Lord. That's how you get saved. You get saved by, by placing your hope, your confidence, relying upon the finished work of Jesus Christ, what he did and not what you do. You can't get saved without trusting God, and you can't continue Christian life without trusting God. Point number four is help. Come to Psalm 28 and verse number seven. Psalm 28, verse number seven. The Bible says that God sits on a throne of grace, and we can boldly approach that throne and obtain grace to, uh, to help in our time of need. The Bible says that God is a very present help in trouble. How do we access that help? How do we tap into that help? How do we, how do we acquire that help that God has for us? Psalm 28, verse number seven, the Bible says, the Lord is my strength and my shield, my heart. That's where, that's where this takes place. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. Listen, trusting God in the problems that you face doesn't make the problems go away, but it helps your heart. Trusting the Lord day by day, step by step, moment by moment, decision by decision. It doesn't mean that there aren't bumps in the road. It doesn't mean that everyone else around you then does the right thing. The blessing of the Lord that comes, it might not be physical, material, external, circumstantial, but it will be inward. Trust God in your heart and that trust will help your heart. And you'll be okay no matter what it is that takes place temporally, short-term, in this life, on this earth. 
Bible says, my heart trusted in him and I am helped. God has the help that you need. If you'll trust him, rely on him, pour out your heart before him. Psalm 32, verse number 10. Next point, mercy. The blessings of trusting God, the results of trusting God. What happens when we trust the Lord? Psalm 32, verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusts in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. What does it mean to be compassed about? It means to be surrounded. It means to be encircled. Now, when it's an enemy that surrounds you, like 2 Kings chapter number 6, that's a bad thing. (laughs) The servant of the prophet is all concerned because he can see the enemy army encircling the city. He thinks we're doomed. They've got us closed in. We're trapped. There's no escape. There's no retreat. They're going to come in and, and wipe us out. And then what happened? God opened his eyes. And they were not only encircled by an enemy army, but the Bible says in Psalm 34, the angel of the Lord, right? And came and came with round about them that fear him and delivered them. There was an unseen army that was higher than the human enemy army, and they were compassed about by God's protection, God's safety. Now listen, if you'll learn to trust God, then mercy will surround you. Mercy will encompass you. What is God's mercy? It's, it's when God doesn't give us what we deserve. It's God's forbearance in, in, in judgment. It is God's pity. It's God's pity. That's something that I need in my life. That's something that I want in my life because I don't measure up. I, I make stupid choices and decisions. I do the wrong thing way too often. I have the wrong attitude more than I should. But if I'll trust God, I can I can make sure that his mercy is surrounding me. Okay? That'd be that'd be a blessing. Look at Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Number 6 is peace. Peace is the outcome when you trust the Lord. Isaiah 26 Verses 3 and 4. Taking garlic pills to fight off this cold. Garlic and coffee do not mix well. (laughs) This is an unpleasant experience. Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust in the Lord Jehovah, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Here's wives trust God, verse 4. But what happens when you trust God is you will have perfect peace. Again, I mean the peace of God, right? That is the very peace that God possesses. Jesus says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. What kind of peace is that? It's, it's when they're on a storm on the Sea of Galilee, and the boat is rocking, and the waves are crashing, and the disciples are scared for their lives, and Jesus is taking a nap. Some, some pretty powerful peace, right? Unaffected by what is driving everyone else crazy. You could be unaffected by what will take everybody else to the psychiatrist's office for a prescription. You could be unaffected by what would drive someone without Christ to depression and despair. You can face some of the hardest things in your life and still have calm 
and rest and hope and tranquility within perfect peace that none can destroy. It's the result of trusting God. That's why it's such an important lesson to learn. Look at Psalm 18, verse number 30 for point seven, which is protection. The results of trusting God are direction and blessing and salvation and help and mercy and peace and protection. We already talked about mercy encompassing us, but similarly here in Psalm 18, verse 30, as for God, his way is perfect. The Lord, the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Listen, there are things in your life that will hurt you. There, uh, this, this shield, this buckler is there for protection. Uh, the Bible says we need to take the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You have an enemy, an adversary. The devil is a roaring lion. He's going about seeking whom he may devour. And it's dangerous out there if you don't trust in God. He'll protect you. He'll keep you from the evil. He, yea, though I walk through the valley, shout out of you're going to be right there beside me. Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they, they, they comfort me. If we'll trust the Lord. Listen, listen. If we'll trust the Lord, we'll know his protection. Look at how it's said in, in Proverbs 29, in verse 25. Proverbs 29, verse 25. The Bible says, the fear of man bring the snare. It'll, it'll trap you up quick. Concerned about what people think of you. That, that will ensnare you. You'll get caught up in that. Difficult to get out. The fear of man bring the snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Safe. It's a scary world out there. A lot of dangerous things out there. Hurt your testimony. Hurt your life. Trust in the Lord. He'll protect you. Look at point number eight. Point number eight is testimony. The, the results, the outcome of trusting God is a testimony. Psalm 73 in verse 28. Psalm 73 in verse number 28. The Bible says here, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. That I may declare all thy works. Let's read the next verse as well. Psalm 119 and verse 42. Psalm 119 and verse number 42. The Bible says, so shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me, for I trust in the Lord. In both these passages, trusting God gave the person the ability to say something. Right? A testimony. I want you to think back three weeks ago uh, when we started this series and I gave uh, what was the most powerful illustration of trusting God I've ever seen in my life. Brother Jeff, Sister Molly, all that they've been through, how his faith has kept him so strong. I'm telling you, he has a powerful 
testimony, when he says, I trusted God and he helped me and he gave me peace and he gave me protection, when, when somebody who's been through so much has trusted God and found him trustworthy, it really carries a lot of weight, whatever it is that they have to say. When his co-workers came to memorial service after watching him and how he's handled the situation and how God has upheld him and strengthened him and, and, and heard the explanation why, that explanation was meaningful because they had seen what it had done in his life. You'll trust God. He'll, he'll, he'll give you something to say that'll, that'll be powerful. He'll give you something to say that'll be a blessing. He'll give you something to say that'll make an impact on somebody else. It'll give you, it'll give you great testimony. Trust in the Lord. Point number nine, stability, that I-X, that's nine, helping you with your Roman numerals in Sunday school. This morning, point number nine is stability, Psalm 71. And verse number one, Psalm 71, and verse number one, we'll try to read these quickly and wrap it up. Psalm 71, verse one, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust, let me never be put to Confusion. Life can get confusing if you don't have God's direction. That comes from trusting Him. Uh, trust in the Lord will just ground you. It'll keep you stable. Psalm 26, verse number 1, makes this point. Psalm 26, verse 1. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Therefore, I shall not slide. Nobody tends to slide forward. <laughs> People tend to slide back. You don't, you don't go to church and hear about upsliders. You go to church here, hear about backsliders, right? You trust God, it'll keep you from sliding. Here's the thing. If you're not making progress in the Christian life, you're losing ground because it's like an uphill battle, right? The Bible says that evil pursueth Sinners, we've got to be moving in the right direction or you're going to slide. You're going to fall. Trust the Lord, your feet won't slide. Come to Psalm 112, verse number four. Psalm 112, verse number four. I like this first phrase. The Bible says, under the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. That's what we're talking about. He is gracious, full of compassion, righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. What does that mean, fixed? Verse 8, his heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. Fixed. It doesn't always mean repaired. It doesn't always mean something was broken and now it's not. It doesn't always mean prepared, like breakfast in the morning. Somebody's going to fix breakfast here. Fixed means established, unmoving. It's like something that's set in concrete. It's not going anywhere. Listen, your heart is fickle. Your heart wants to go Back and forth, your heart will be up and it'll be down. But if your heart is trusting in God, it will give your life stability. That's a nice thing to have. Psalm 125 and verse 1. Psalm 125 verse 1 gives another metaphor, another analogy. Psalm 125 verse 1. They that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. 
which cannot be removed but abideth forever. You know what Mount Zion is? Mount Zion is where the temple is. Mount Zion is where God's house is. Mount Zion is where God promised David that his descendants would sit on a throne forever. Mount Zion is where Jesus Christ is going to come and take unto him his great power and reign. Mount Zion is a place that God chose, that God established, that is always going to be there so long as God's word is true and it always is. All right? And the Bible says, if you'll trust the Lord, your heart will be like that. The Bible says, be steadfast, unmovable. How am I going to do that? Trust God. Confide in him. Rely on him. Cast your care upon him. Listen to him. You, you listen to people you trust. You don't listen to them. It's because you don't trust him. Okay? And there, there are a lot of blessings that come when we do. And lastly, point number 10, God's attention. God's attention. What do I mean by that? Come to Nahum chapter 1 and verse 7. I'll give you a moment to find it. Nahum chapter 1 and verse 7. If you use a Schofield reference Bible, it's page 952. Nahum 1, 7. It's a great verse. Nahum 1, 7. The Bible says, The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble, listen to this, and he knoweth them, and he knoweth them that trust in him. Now, God knows everybody. I mean, intellectually, he says to those on the day of judgment who are cast in outer darkness, depart from me, I never knew you, but this is, this is a relational term. He knoweth them that trust in him. Not only does he know your name, not only is he aware of your existence, but if, if you trust in God, that gets his attention. That draws you near to him and draws him near to you. Draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you is God's promise in James chapter 4, verse 8. Listen, I need all of God I can get. His thoughts, according to Psalm 40, are, all, are, are already as the sand upon the sea. So great are his thoughts to usward. But listen, if this verse says he knoweth them that trust in him, if I can have an, I can have an extra dose of God's attention, he notices when someone's heart is directed toward him with trust. He takes note of it. And he sends these blessings, Right? Ten results, outcomes of trusting God, direction. You need God to show you where to go, what to do, how to live this life. He'll do it if you trust him. Blessing, salvation, and help, and mercy, and peace, and protection, and testimony, stability, God's attention. Last week, we were talking about reasons to trust God. This kind of follows that. These are really good reasons to trust the Lord, and uh, God help us to make that choice day by day. Father, thank you for your word and the promises, God, that you've given. Help us, Lord God, help us to learn to trust you. Helps to trust and obey, believing that there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you give, that you offer, the promises you make. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.